Welcome to another episode of the Lifted Anchor Podcast. I'm your host, Lamont, and this is where we help you get the weight off your shoulders. And as always, I have with me my lovely, beautiful, talented co-host, Miss Laquanda. Say what's up to the people. Hello, all my beautiful people out there. Hope you all are having a great day. And if not, you can start now. All right. So today's topic is purpose. And not only are we talking about purpose, but we're talking about why are you here? What is your purpose on being here? What is your God given purpose? So you ready? I'm ready. You sure? I'm ready. Let's get it. So purpose. What is purpose? So purpose is simply the reason that something was created or the reason something exists. That is what the dictionary defines purpose as. But what is your purpose in this life? Now, we, I'm not talking about a life, not talking about in your life where, you know, your mom and daddy just decide to have some kids so you can run around and grab the remote and, <laughs> and change the TV and and turn the light off or go get them something to drink out the refrigerator. But that was good thought. It was a good thought. But... I'm talking about what is your God-given purpose. Why are you here? I mean, and that's a question that's kind of hard for people to answer because a lot of people don't, I don't think a lot of people really sit back and truly define or even ask God what their purpose is. Like, what is their purpose for being here? You think that's a, a good assessment? I mean, because what I think also is I think a lot of people get their purpose on being here confused with their careers or what their job is. I I can believe that. I can believe that. Because so we're talking about two different things. Right now, we're saying that a lot of people get their careers and their jobs Confused with their actual purpose. Now, your job really doesn't necessarily have to be what your purpose is. Mm -hmm. Because you have a lot of people that have jobs that are making good money. They like their jobs, but they are. They are. Miserable. In doing their job. Mm -hmm. And one thing we know about purpose is when it's your God given purpose, Mm -hmm. there should be some type of joy and excitement. So in in that job, it's a big difference. So there is a big difference. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm, when I'm, when I'm talking about purpose, I'm talking about 
what is that thing that if all else fails today, if you lose your job today and they just tell you, hey, you know, Laquanda, hey, Lamont, we don't need your services no more. What is that one thing that you can get up every day and go do? And go do. And it'll bring incitement, joy when you're doing it. So, I mean, and I'm not, this is is rhetorical, but what is your purpose? And I will venture to say that you can ask a lot of people what their purpose is. And they'll tell you something that has to do with their job. With their job. You're right. I, I don't think they'll really be able to sit back and answer the question what is your purpose? Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people know what their purpose is. For starters, um, I believe once you get connected to God, that's just that's just my opinion, my personal opinion. Um, um, born again is when you would actually know what is your God-given purpose. Right. So, but, but people got to understand, right? So, so God got a plan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. God has a plan. And we, we talked about this on Sunday. God has a plan for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of the things he said in Jeremiah 29 and 11, he says, for I know the thought that thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Mm-hmm. Meaning he, there is something in store for you. He has a plan mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. but you have to figure out where you fit in his plan, the role you play in his plan. Right. So like, it, let's use this in context, like a football team. All 11 players on the field has a role to play, whether you're on offense or whether you're on defense, you have a role to play. The center, you make sure the quarterback get the ball. So your job is to hike the ball. You may be the guy that's calling the blocking signals. You got a right guard, a left guard. A right tackle, a left tackle, a tight end. You got the quarterback, you got receivers, you got running backs. So everybody has a specific job. And then depending on the play that's being ran, your job changes just a little. Mm-hmm. Right? And everybody working together on the field in some way, shape, form, or fashion helps the team to accomplish the goal of either A, scoring the touchdown mm-hmm. if you're on offense, or B, stopping the offense from scoring if you're on defense. Mm-hmm. But in the kingdom, everybody has a purpose. A purpose. A role. A role, mm-hmm. right? So a purpose and role is essentially the same thing. You're a part of the plan, but... I'm not too sure that everybody knows what their God given purpose is. Mm -hmm. 
I, I just told you. Everybody don't know. They don't know. I know for me, um, f- for me, growing up the way I did, I always saw my mom help people. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, we didn't, ha- we didn't, I won't even say we didn't have a lot. We, we really didn't have anything, mm-hmm. right? But I always saw her help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, she made me help people. Whether it was, hey, I need you to go to the store for Miss Annie Mae, who was the older lady that lived next door to us. Mm-hmm. Or I need you to go to the store for Miss Cora, who was the older lady that lived up the street from us. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't matter what I was doing. I could have been on the park playing basketball or playing football. And she will call me out the middle of whatever game we were playing for me to go to the store. Mm-hmm. And I can never, I can never understand that. Like, why do I have to stop playing basketball or football to go to the store for these, for these people? Mm-hmm. Now, as I got older, I understood. Are, I was about to say you understood it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I, I understood more. Mm-hmm. But it was a question that I wish I could have asked my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, and that question would have been, what was the reason you had me? Hmm. I, I think a lot of people can, if you got, so if you listening and you have your parents still alive, I would implore you to ask that question to them. Mm-hmm. What was their reason for having you? That's a good question, huh? I wonder what answers we would get. <laughs> hmm. But also going back to me, so so also growing up was I always found myself learning new things and wanting to teach people things. Mm-hmm. So as I got older, as I went on with life, I always found myself learning and teaching people stuff, whether it was before I joined the Navy, whether it was after I joined the Navy and during my time in, I always wanted to help people learn new things and teach new things. Mm -hmm. And so you remember this at one point, and a lot of people don't know this, is that I was in school for teaching. Mm -hmm. I was going to school to get my degree in middle grades education because I always wanted to be a teacher. So I had this big plan. I'm going to get out the Navy. At the same time, the Navy had this program called um, Troops to Teachers. Well, there was a program called Troops to Teachers where they would pay for you to get your teaching degree. Mm -hmm. And then they will put you in a basically in a in an at risk area. Mm -hmm. And so and you become a teacher there and you had to teach there for a certain amount of years. Right. And so I was going to do that. But then kids came about, so plans changed, right? Mm -hmm. And so I ended up switching my major, right, from education. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and I say that to say this, I know what my purpose is. So if I was to lose my job that I'm working today, Mm -hmm. if I was to lose that job, 
I know that my purpose is to teach. Mm-hmm. You know it. Mm-hmm. And it was, you, you got to have these discussions with God, right? And you don't have to tell nobody that you're having these discussions with God. Mm-hmm. That's, that's between you between and him. Between you and him. That's right. And when you go to him, he will reveal things to you. And I'm not talking about somebody just coming up to you trying to prophesy over your life and say, hey, uh, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. Right. You know, I was talking to a buddy on. Uh, well, I, I commented on a buddy's post. Um, he, he asked a question today. Do you believe there are false, such a such thing as false prophets? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, because you got people out there that are just. Willing to lie because something sounds good. Something sounds good for them or they think that you should be doing a certain thing. So they want to say, well, God said you should do this. And and again, to me, that's why you need to be in a certain place. Right. You need, you need your own relationship with God because, again, you got people out there that watch your life. Social media wise, they watch your life. They watch what you say. So therefore they can actually walk up to you and tell you your purpose because they're watching what you're putting out there. <laughs> right. And and not saying that you are actually putting your purpose out there mm-hmm. based on what they see. That's what they think that's you what, should be doing. That's right. But I say that to say that when you, when you have people that's prophesying over you, mm-hmm. whether they are a false prophet or real prophet, Whatever your pastor, whoever your whoever your leader is, mm-hmm. you should be able to take what they're saying, take it to God, mm-hmm. present it to God, mm-hmm. pray about it, and then wait on Him to, to reveal it. That's right. Before you move on it, mm-hmm. because the one thing you don't want to do is move on something that was not meant to be, mm-hmm. that God didn't have. In his plans for you. Mm-hmm. Because you can hinder some things doing that. Mm-hmm. You're right. And it's just, you know, it's it's just one of those things where, you know, you got to you got to be careful who's in your ear. Because mm-hmm. like, like you said, right, people watch your life. And based off what you showed them. They'll tell you who you They will use that to tell you who you are and what you should be doing. And they, they don't have a clue. And not one time have you asked God. God not one time. Me, show me my purpose. What is my purpose? And the reason I say you have to be in a place um, um, with him is because for me, um, it's, a, it's a couple of things I've ran from. I, of course, being I do hair. I'm a hairstylist. Um, and a lot of people be like, you walking in your calling, you're walking in your gift. Well, yeah, that is my gift, but it took some time for me to understand and know who I, you know, was in Christ. And, and, th- and that, that, not to cut you off, but that's one thing that people get confused. I believe, uh-huh. I believe people get gifts and talents confused, confused with, with purpose. purpose. That's right. You're talking about different things here. Mm-hmm. I was about to say it, and you said it. You Every said it. because everybody has a talent. Mm-hmm. 
those are just innate things that you can do that God blessed you with. Now yes. it is it's possible. Uh-huh. It is possible for one of your gifts to be your purpose. Mm-hmm. It is very possible, but we don't need to get it confused where we're talking about gifts and talents mm-hmm. and that being your purpose. Walking in your purpose, that he. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because though, like like you were saying, you do hair, mm-hmm. right? But what if your purpose was to be? An evangelist. Right. And I'm so stuck on my gift that I'm just in this building, in this one spot, still doing hair. And you're um, supposed to be reaching out to people. Uh-huh. There you go. Oh, you're talking. You're talking right. But I'm I'm just stuck. And I'm I'm just talking about me because that's, you know, that's I'm I'm understanding better what my purpose is. Every day I'm understanding it. But um I will use it as, as an example. Me working in a salon. I am constantly seeing the same people. Um, however, I could have new people come in, but I've closed that off. So with me working in a salon, I'm seeing the same people. I am talking to them. I'm constantly, um, you know, um, encouraging them. They're encouraging me. But at the same time, God is telling me to get outside of the walls. I called you to move. I, I want you outside. Meet more people. Talk to more people. Encourage more people, motivate more people. That's in me, and, and that learning. is that is evangelizing. That's evangelizing. I'm learning what my I'm learning my purpose though. It's like now I got it. Before I did, I, I I didn't know. I would go off of what people told me, but I know now. It's it's evangelizing. But so, so like Jonah, right? Mm-hmm. Jonah ran from what God sent him to do. Mm-hmm. He ran, and what happened to him? Where where did he end up? In the belly <laughs> of a big old big fish, old. <laughs> right? Because he was trying to run from what he was sent to do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm it, guilty, right? And so I mentioned this on Sundays. Like you can't, you can run all day, mm-hmm. but you cannot hide from the purpose that God has set for you. You can't run from that. You may try to run. Well, you can run from it, yeah, but you can't hide. You but can, you can't hide from it. I was about to say you can actually keep running. You can run all day, but no matter how far you run, your purpose for existing is still going to be there. Mm-hmm. And here's a question that I brought up on Sunday: If you were given just twenty four hours to live. And you had to reflect back over your life during that 24 hours. Now, however old you are, right? If you had to reflect on your entire life in just 24 hours, in those 24 hours that you had to live, would you be able to say that your life was fulfilled? Would you honestly be able to say that again it's a rhetorical question so if you're listening this is something that i want you to think about mm-hmm. if you had to reflect back over your life in just 24 hours and you know you were going to die at the end of that 24 hours would you be able to say that you fulfilled your god-given purpose would you honestly be able to do it mm. 
I'm convinced that a lot of people won't. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people are in the mindset of, and we we all were in that mindset. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to party tonight. You know, we're going to hit the club. We're going to go hang out. You know, we're going to go do this. We're doing that. We're going to the movies. Yes, that is excitement in your life. That is giving you joy, but that is not living according to your God-given purpose. God-given purpose. So we can do all of these fun things. We can we can take vacations. We can go on cruises. We can go hang out. We can go throw a cookout. We can go party. We can do all of these things. We can go drive fast cars. You know, we can do all of these things. But that doesn't mean that we are living in accordance with God's plan and purpose for our life. It's different. I think it's a different feeling when you are walking in, in you know, what what he's called you to do. Always. You, it, it gives you a different feeling. Um, for instance, um, I, I love to encourage people if they're down. And, and the sad part is it doesn't matter what I'm going through or how I'm feeling. Um, like I say, every day I'm, I'm understanding more and more why I'm here. And what my purpose is, um, for instance, um, I end up talking to a young lady, and um, I was kind of down, but because of the calling on my life, when they called me, I forgot that I was even down. <laughs> I forgot all about that I was down. Because encouraging other people it also made- would help. You encourage yourself. It made me feel better. And to this day, it makes me feel better. If I can help somebody or build them up when I feel like they, they're in an area they're torn down in, it makes me feel better. So I just believe right now, in my right now, uh, I am walking in my purpose. So, so, But you do know that if you find the true meaning of your existence, it'll help you with your daily struggles. I, I can believe because I can and, believe and, that. and I say that because people will find any and everything to do because they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so they they do all of these things. They become busybodies. Mm-hmm. They do all of these things to take up time in their life, to take up space in their life, because they have no clue as to what they as to they what do. they're supposed to be doing. Yep, I call I call those busy bodies. And a, and a lot of time, a lot of time people struggle because they don't know their purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so when you have no purpose, again, you become a busybody. You're trying to do all of this. You're trying to do all of these things to please yourself. A lot of people go from jobs to jobs too because yeah. they don't know their purpose. And again, that's because there's a lack of job satisfaction, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so they figure. Well, if I just keep moving jobs, right, I'll I eventually be happy at one. No. The whole time they don't take a they don't take the time out to evaluate themselves. They don't take the time out to to look at themselves and say, "You know what? That first job wasn't a problem. It's me. I was the problem." Yeah. The second job wasn't a problem. I was the problem because it's impossible to have five different jobs. And all of your jobs be the problem mm-hmm. when you are the common denominator. 
I, I have this thing where I tell uh, uh, people all the time, and I had to do it for myself. You have to remove the mask. You have to remove the mask. You have to, you have to come before God naked and say, God, I surrender. It's me. Say your name, whatever, but he knows you. You don't even have to say it because he know you. And you be like, you know what, God, I'm tired. What is it that I'm supposed to be doing that pleases you and not man? Why am I here? You know, like like you said earlier, go to your mom and dad and ask them why I'm here. Okay, we need to be going. God, why am I here? So, so Pastor always says this thing. She always has us repeat this thing, right? She always says, she always has us say, "Lord, help, help me, me see me the way you the way you see. see me." Now, let's put that in context. God sees you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if you were to see yourself the same way that God sees you, you wouldn't do half the stuff that you do that you actually do. Mm-hmm. I can believe that. You wouldn't talk the same way. You wouldn't walk the same way. You wouldn't even act the same way. Mm-hmm. He's he telling you, listen, I got you. Step out. Step out. Go do what I've called you to do. Now I'm talking to Kwanda. I'm talking to myself now. Do what I've called you to do. And you will be all right. But we allow fear to set in. And it's like, you know what, God? I really, I don't I don't think I can do that. I don't see me like, and, and like you said, he's saying, listen, I got you. <laughs> Not man. Stop running and doing what they're telling you to do. I, I got you. You know, um, Everybody needs a reason, a purpose to continue living. Yeah. Right. Now, that's not saying Mm. that you because you don't have a purpose Mm -hmm. that you're going to die because you're going to die regardless. Mm -hmm. Right. No doubt. But you can be walking dead. You can be living dead. That is so not a good feeling. Right. And so I quoted the Drake song. Right. I, I I quoted a a line from Drake's song. He said, "Everybody dies, but not everybody lives." Hmm. Just ponder on that for a minute. Oh, that's deep. Everybody deep. dies, but not everybody, everybody lives. Lives. Walk around dead. You can be walking around dead, mm-hmm. and you're dead, and you're walking dead because you don't know your God given purpose. purpose. You have no clue of what that of what your purpose is in life. You you have no clue. You never even you never even sat down and said, "God, can you show me my purpose?" I mean, so again, so we just so just reflecting on that line alone. You know, everybody dies, but not everybody lives. That that's that's just deep in itself, right? I mean, I don't know, right? Because our lives need our lives need purpose and meaning for us to say it was it, it was fulfilling, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you if you only get twenty four hours and you reflecting on it, man, if you can't say that it had purpose and meaning, 
how can you even say it was fulfilling? You can't. I mean, they may think, I mean. Man, and like I said before, like we, we ain't talking about how many clubs you went to. We ain't talking about how many houses you got, how many cars you got, no, that no. kind of clothes, how many pairs of shoes you got, how many men you slept with, how many women you slept with. We, no, we ain't even no, talking no. about all of that. We talking about, yeah, see, there's a thing. You can fulfill your flesh. There you go. With all types of things. But are you, did you fulfill your God-given purpose? Right. I mean, and, and that's that's just one of those things that, uh, again, I, I think we get it. I think we get things twisted. I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I believe God be saying, what did I tell you? I, I think God, you, you know, those questions that we ask our kids, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. That's how I feel sometimes. What are you doing? Why did you just do that? Yeah. Like, who told you to do that? So all of those same questions that we ask our kids, mm-hmm. I think God is sitting up there like, what like what on earth are you doing? So you're just gonna keep going in circles. So huh? you so you're just gonna keep doing that. So you're just gonna keep living that way. So you're just not gonna come and ask me, what am so, I supposed to be no, doing? So you're gonna go ask everybody else except me. Except me. There you go. Wonder how he feel when we do that. He, I, I guess he would feel the same way you feel when your kids do something you told them not to do. Oh man! Mm. <laughs> it, 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 I'm gonna call off a couple of things that to to let you know that you you're not living according with your purpose, right? Let me hear. Number one. The number one thing is you ain't even trying to live by the book. Mm. You ain't even, even trying. Mm-hmm. You just getting up, just doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Doing what you want to do. Yeah, just doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Doing what you want to do. Having a blast at doing it. Mm-hmm. Been there. You ain't, even trying to li- you ain't even trying to hear nothing the word of God got to say. You just doing it. Yeah, just going. Been there. Like I said in a previous podcast, I said some a wise guy told me that Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving Earth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's the problem. A lot of people don't like being told what to do, but it doesn't matter where you go in life. Somebody gonna tell you what. What to do. to do. The second thing is you have no joy in anything. You, you, you just have no joy. Oh, well, I guess I just got to go do this today. I got to go clock in this yeah, job. I got to go clock in this job. I guess I got to gotta run to the store and go grocery shopping. I got to go put gas in the car. Like everything is just like everything is just like born to you. Like nothing you do is exciting. Dragon when you do it. Dragon. Just dragon. Cause see when you when you, when you're living for God's purpose, mm-hmm. there should be joy and excitement. Mm-hmm. And see that's that's what I was just saying. 
I get I actually get an excite I get excited talking to women, um, teenagers. It doesn't matter, boy, girl. I get excited to know that I am encouraging them to do better, to want to be better. You know, um, that 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 that's what excites me. I get excited when when people call me and say, "Hey, c- can you help me with this question? Can, can you help me with my my, my calculus homework?" Can you help me with my trigonometry homework? Can you help me do the science? Like I'd be happy. I'd be like, oh, snap. They think that much about me. They want me to help? Better not call me. <laughs> they better call you. <laughs> and like I said, so when, when you're living for his purpose, there should be joy and excitement in whatever you're there's doing. There's a drive when you, there, there's a drive. That's like motivation. Mm-hmm. It is. You you are on full tank when it comes to when you are walking in his purpose, it's a full tank. You know, and and here's the sad thing. So a lot of times when we are younger, we do things and a lot of times in life, we do things to please our parents Mm -hmm. because we want their approval. Mm -hmm. Right. So why can't we apply that same logic to living for God's purpose? Why can't we live to gain his approval? That's a good question. I mean, we, we are part of his plan. Mm-hmm. God's plan, right? So we, we are part of his plan. Yeah. So if we are part of his plan, we should be fulfilling our roles and our purpose in accordance with his plan. Uh-huh, with his plan. The third thing is nothing satisfies you at all. You talking about drained. Nothing <laughs> satisfies you at all. I mean, you ain't happy at nothing you do. <laughs> nothing. That's a bad place to be. That's a bad place to be. So, so far we say you're not living in accordance with the book. Mm-hmm. You got no joy in doing anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you got no joy while you are doing anything. And then nothing satisfies you. Nothing is good enough for you. Like nothing. Absolutely nothing is good enough for you. Time to get on bending knees right there. And then the fourth thing is you all work and no play. You be on work all week and then you just sit, chill out on the weekend doing absolutely nothing. Because when you have joy and excitement, like you want to live for that. You want to go to work, you you get off work, and you're doing something. You you having fun doing something. You enjoy doing other things. Mm-hmm. Read Ecclesiastics 8 and 15. 8 and 15? Yes. Then I commended mirth, because a man hath no better thing under the sun than to eat and to drink and to be merry. For that shall abide with him of his labor the days of his life, which God giveth him under the sun. So after all your hard work, God said after all your hard work, <laughs> after all that, all that, you should be able to eat, drink, and be merry. be merry. After all your hard work, that's what you should be able to do. That shall abide with him of his labor. 
of your labor. The days of his life. All the days of your life. Days of his life. Days. Which God giveth him under the sun. Under the sun. So all all your days, all your days under the sun, Mm -hmm. all your days under the sun. He said, after you work, you should be, you should be able to eat, drink, and be merry. Wow. <laughs> oh, you got to learn the book, huh? You got to get in the book, though. Yeah, you got to get in the book first. The fifth thing is you feel stuck. It's like no matter what you do, mm-hmm. no matter what you do, you just feel stuck. Mm-hmm. You feel like the wheels are spinning. But you ain't going going nowhere. nowhere. You just stuck. Mm -hmm. I I don't understand how Christians can be stuck. I don't understand it. They can be stuck. I know, but what I'm saying is I don't understand how they can be stuck. Mm -hmm. God, all you got to do is live right. I think it has a lot to do with what they're listening to and who they're listening to. And that's a problem. And they don't even see it. (laughs) They don't even see it because they've been sitting so long, stuck so long. A a, a lot of people that's in their ear going to lead them straight to hell because they're listening to the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then then the last thing is, is... You have no direction. Not only are you stuck, but you have no direction. None. No direction at all. I told you going in a circle. Going in a circle. (laughs) Imagine that. Just draw a circle and keep, (laughs) draw a circle and use your face and keep going around. It's going around in a circle. In a circle. So in, in Psalm 119 and 105, it says, your word, it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Hmm. Now that's in the book. I'm talking about lamp and light. <laughs> yeah. So he's showing you the way. Mm-hmm. He's showing it to that's you. That's what it says. Now that's what the book says. Mm-hmm. He's he's giving you direction. Mm-hmm. He's showing you. He's showing you where to go. Mm-hmm. He's he got it on your feet. He sh- he got the lamp on your lamp feet on your so feet. you can see the steps you're taking. That's right. Mm-hmm. And not only do he have the light on your feet, he got the path lit. That's amazing. It's already laid out. Like it's it's there. <laughs> it's it's so already we, we going every which way except the path that he has already given us. It's already there. But I'm telling you, you have to seek him. There is no way around it. You gotta seek him in order to know what your purpose is. Okay. So I gave you the six things to let you know, right? So those the six things to let you know that uh that you're not living in accordance with his purpose is you're not living by the book. Mm-hmm. You have no joy in nothing you're doing. Mm-hmm. You have no satisfaction in anything you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you all work and no play. Mm-hmm. You feel stuck and you have no direction. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, here's some ways how you can how you can get there. How you can start living. Come on and tell the people. For his purpose. The first thing you got to do is you got to pray and ask God to reveal what your true purpose is. Mm -hmm. You have to pray and ask God to reveal what your purpose is. Right. You can't have somebody else just come and tell you your purpose. Mm -hmm. People can say what they want to say, but God has to reveal it. Mm hmm. If God don't show it to you, it doesn't matter what man says. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what man says. Like if, if I love pastor because pastor like to see things in people. Yes, she does. And she, she, she sees things in people that people don't see in themselves. Yes. But when she call you minister, and she calls you elder, and she calls you prophet, and she calls you evangelist, and she calls you, you, whatever she calls you, when she calls it to you, it's your job to then take that, go into prayer, and ask God to reveal it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And ask God to reveal it. Again, you can't just take what somebody's saying. You can't just take what somebody's saying and just run with it. Oh, my pastor said this. Hey, God, she said it. Your pastor said it. Whoever your pastor is, male or female, who they say it. Now take that. Go into prayer and ask God to show you what you were supposed to be doing. Cause he'll do it. Cause he he will show you what you are supposed to be doing. He he will he will show you that. He will show you. Mm-hmm. But you have to ask him to show you that. Mm-hmm. The second thing that you have to do is you got to get in the word. You have to study the word. You have to get in it. I, I told you that's that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to pick the word up. They would rather go sit and just listen to somebody preach the word, tell them what scripture, but never go in and pick the Bible up after that. They they pick it up on Sunday and Wednesday. You got to get in the word yourself. That's why I was saying you got to get in the word yourself. You got to study for yourself. You got to be able to go to God for yourself the only way you're going to know your purpose is, is if you go to him and you ask him yourself. Get in the word. <laughs> simple. <laughs> Plain and simple. It's simple. Get in the word. You're study gonna need the, it, study I, the word. I'm going to tell you, you, right now, you're going to need it. Everything else is going down. We know this except the word. Except the word. The word hasn't changed. I took a. Some people try to change it. I took a world lit course. I took a world lit course. So it's like the like one of the that it's probably like the third English you can take. So you take English, you know, the first one, the second one, mm-hmm. right? And then you take the third one. It's typically world lit. Mm-hmm. You know it was one of the things we had to read? 
the Bible. The Bible. Mm. And the Bible that I read in that book is the same Bible. It's the same words that's in the Bible that I use on Sundays and on Wednesdays and whenever I do my study. The word, the words didn't change at all. Same thing. In the beginning. <laughs> in the beginning. Then the third thing you have to do is you have to sit back and you have to identify your strengths. And you have to identify your gifts. So you have to identify your strengths and gifts. What am I good at? What am I good at? Those are things that you have to. What What are my gifts? Those are things that you have to. You have to identify mm-hmm. that you have to know about yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people don't even know their gifts. They don't. They say, matter of fact, it's a lot of people sitting on their gifts. Yes. Again, because they don't know it. They don't know it, but like we said, too, stuck. Because they don't don't know it. Mm -hmm. And so they're stuck. Mm -hmm. But this is is why we're trying to help them, right? So the first thing we said was you got to pray and ask God to reveal it to you. Mm -hmm. Then you got to go into the word. Mm -hmm. You got to study. Because while you're studying, it can be manifested unto you. Mm -hmm. And and listen, listen, guys, for those of you out there listening— um, you don't have to pray like every nobody else. All God wants is to hear from you. It can be as simple, simple. as Lord, show me what I'm supposed to be doing. Amen. That's it. That's it. Lord, show me, show me what it is that you want me to do. Show me. You don't have to go long. It don't have to be 10 and 20 minutes. God, show me what it is that you would, would have me to do while I'm here. And then after you identify your gifts, you need to you you need to ask yourself, what are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. You know, wh- what's that thing that's going to get your heart pumping, get your blood flowing? Put a smile on your face. That's going to put a smile on your face. That that's going to want to make you get out the bed in the morning and do it again and do it again every day. What what is that? What's that thing? And then. You need to seek counsel. Now. Yeah, let's talk. Now. That's, now that's going to be good. What type of counsel, though? You need to seek counsel. <laughs> but you got to be careful of the people you're seeking counsel from. Now you're talking right. Now I'm going to tell you what the book says. Can I do that? Uh-huh. Proverbs 11 and 14 says, where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in the abundance of counselors, there is safety. Mm. Talk about that. Just just give a little bit right there. That that scripture that what you just read. Break that down. Where there is no guidance. No guidance. People fall. People fall. Meaning, when you have nobody that's guiding your life, mm-hmm. when you have nobody you can look up to, when God ain't leading your life. When you ain't following Christ, when you have no leaders, when you have nobody that you're responsible to. That's right. Man down. That's what happened. Then you then you fall. Man down. You bust your face all up. Mm-hmm. Right. How, how we say uh, you're going to keep running into that. that brick, you, you keep hitting that brick wall. That brick wall. 
Right. I, my mom used to tell me that. You'll get tired after a while. And I could, I, you know, when she used to say that, I used to get so mad. I'm like, why does she keep saying that? Well, let me tell y'all this. If you, if you, if you see a brick wall, walk into it and tell me what happened. Let, let us know what happened after that. You get that lump you get on your the, head. You're going to get the lump on your head. <laughs> you, you'll get it. Right. But, but that's what the word says. It says, Proverbs 11 and 14 says, where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in the abundance of counselors, there is safety. When you have people around you that genuinely care for you. That's right. That are true Christians. Want to see you prosper. That want to see you prosper. See that, you are fo- that are following Christ. Mm-hmm. That are living in accordance with the word. You can find safety in them. You can go to them and you can talk to them and they can help you along your journey. Because nine times out of ten, they had to go through the same thing. They had to have people that they can confide in. That's right. And they had people that they look up to. Find a mentor. They find can, mentors. They can walk you through it. Find somebody that 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 you knew that struggled and came out successful to help you get through whatever you were trying to get that's through. That's right. Mm-hmm. Find those people that's living that's living Christ-like that can guide you, that can help you. Because one thing about it, when you find those people, they're not going to put your business out in the street. Mm-hmm. They're not going to talk about you. And I'm going to tell you, you can get with people, pastor, uh, friends, whatever, whatever you want to call it, all day. They can give you scripture all day long. But I'm going to tell you something. If they have not walked through it, they can't help you. They have to they have to have the victory in that area. So get with people who want to see you prosper. Want to see your light. They allow, you know, help you push so your light can shine for God to get the glory, not man. That's when you know you're walking in God's purpose. And, and so the sixth thing is the sixth one is a good one. To help you regain focus so you can find out your purpose. The sixth one is a good one. It says. Sit and sit still in peace and silence and let God speak. There we go again. And let God let God tell you what you supposed to be doing. So this is but this is after this is after you pray and ask God to reveal it. This is after After. you get into the word. Mm -hmm. This is after you identify your your strengths and your gifts. This is after you find out what you're passionate about. This is after you seek counsel. Then that's good. You go, you get in peace. You sit still in peace and silence and let God speak. Let God reveal it to you. Let him reveal it to you. No TV, no social media. Turn your phone off. Let your family know. Listen, this is me time. Don't be ashamed to let them know that. Let them know because where you're heading, they might not be heading there. Take a ucation. That's that's right. You, I like that. That's good. Take take a ucation. I think I'm gonna go take me a ucation. Give me permission. <laughs> take a ucation. Take some. Take a day to yourself. Go ride. Like I always, you said, and pastor say, y'all like to go sit by the water. That's right. Take take some time. Go. Let God get in a quiet place and let God reveal what His purpose is. 
in your life. Don't 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 ever let anyone tell you that God won't speak to you. If he spoke to them, he'll speak to you. He will let you know what your purpose is. Trust me on that. And so after you pray and ask God to reveal it for you. Or reveal it to you. After you get in his word. After you identify your strengths and gifts. Mm -hmm. After you find out what you're passionate about. After you seek counsel. After you get into a quiet place. Mm -hmm. Now the last thing you got to do. You got to trust God. I like that. You got to trust him. Mm -hmm. Wholeheartedly. You done gave it. You you gave it to him. Mm Mm-hmm. You gave it to him. Mm-hmm. Now you got to sit back and let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. Now, we we know we may not get it when we want it. Mm-hmm. But he's going to reveal it at some point in time. It could be a day later. It could be a week later, two weeks, a month, mm-hmm. a year, two years, three years. But it's coming. Mm-hmm. And trust in him that, that that is that you surrendering. But it's coming. But in the meantime, you keep praying. You keep getting in the word. Mm-hmm. You keep on working on your strengths and gifts. Mm-hmm. You keep on working on your passions. You keep on seeking counsel. That's good. You keep getting in your quiet place. Mm-hmm. And you keep trusting God. That's good. That's what you got to do. That's how you're going to find your purpose. That's how he's going to show you what your purpose is. What he has laid out for you. The plan that he has for you. That's right. Again, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. He said, I know the plans. Mm-hmm. I know the plans that I got for you. Mm-hmm. Not see, your mama, you, but see, not your daddy. But see, you I don't know. know. Yeah. See, he know, mm-hmm. but you don't know. See, he knows the plans. Mm-hmm. You just got to play your part. You got to do what you're supposed to do. I like reading that scripture because that's personal for me. For I know the plans. So you mean to tell me my friend can't tell me what I'm supposed to be doing? No, he said, I know the plans. So you telling me that my mom and daddy can't tell me? No, he said, I know the plans. I know the plans. That I have for you. For I know the thoughts that I think towards mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now that's God talking. I know the plans that I have for you. Mm-hmm. It said, saith the Lord. That's I know the plans. Saith the Lord. Now, the, the way you got to think about this is God is the director of the movie. Mm-hmm. You the actor. Play your part. God's the director. That's all you got to do. You the actor. Play, Play your, your part. part. That's all you got to do. That's good. Yeah. So I think we about to wrap it up. And as always, we just two people trying to help a few people. And I know our original intent was to to try to keep these around the 30 minute mark. But sometimes you got to go a little bit longer to make sure people are really, really understanding what's being said. 
so they really understand what they need to do. What is your purpose? Why are you here? What is your God-given purpose? Again, you got to pray, get in the word, identify your strengths and gifts, find out what you're passionate about, seek counsel, get in a quiet place, and trust God. And trust me, he'll show it to you. Yes, he will. He'll work it out. Yes, he will. Because all things... All things work for the good of those that believe in the Lord. We out.